Coming up on episode 399 of the Keto Camp Podcast, we bring back women's hormonal expert, Dr. Anna Kabeca. woman came to me not too long ago and she goes, Dr. Anna, I went to my general um, physician and she said that, well, menopause is natural. So you'll just bear, bear with it. You'll be through it eventually. And that's absolutely not true. Menopause is natural and mandatory. Every woman will go through it just like puberty, right? Every woman will go through it, but suffering is optional. We have access to ancient healing strategies such as ketosis, fasting, and carnivore. And on the Keto Camp Podcast, we are determined to deliver the science to you. We bring in the thought leaders in this space to have extraordinary conversations so you could apply it and change your life. Your body was built to thrive. Your body is capable of healing as long as you identify the interference and remove it. I believe you are a masterpiece because you are a piece of the master. My name is Ben Azadi. I'm the best-selling author of Keto Flex, and I want to thank you for spending part of your day with me. Hey, Keto Camper. Thanks for pressing play today. Hope you're having an incredible day filled with gratitude and abundance. Today, I bring back my great friend, Dr. Anna Kabeca, who's an internationally acclaimed menopause and sexual expert, global speaker, and pioneer for women's health. And we discuss her brand new book titled Menu Pause, five unique eating plans to break through your weight loss plateau and improve mood, sleep, and hot flashes. This is a very important episode for every woman out there, but hey, for the guys listening, it's important to understand the cycles of females and how they're going to make the transition or might be in that transition of perimenopause to menopause. So on this episode, we discuss why she decided to write her book, Menopause, which, by the way, is going to be released worldwide tomorrow, April 12th, and you could pre-order it today. We're going to drop a link for you down below. We get into the ovaries and the importance of maintaining healthy ovarian function and how incredible the human body is. We talk about the liver for detoxification. We talk about healthy habits and diabetes. We discuss PCOS. We discuss why women need to be in ketosis, especially between the ages of 35 and 55 and what that does to shift your brain to use ketones instead of glucose. We discuss why you may want to consider using a progesterone cream and the right way to use it. And we discuss exogenous hormones, which is progesterone, we get into oxytocin, which is a very powerful hormone that she talks about all the time. Gratitude, positive thinking, we discuss ways to produce that healing hormone oxytocin. We discuss Mighty Maca, which is a product she developed to alkalinize the body and balance hormones. And then we get into her five unique plans that she outlines in her book, Menu Pause. I think it's a brilliant plan because it creates diversity and rotation, and I call it keto flexing. Dr. Pompa calls it diet variation. She calls it five different eating plans. We talk about nightshades and a plant-based menu and a carnivore menu and cleansing your gallbladder 
why it's important to have strategic days where you add in healthy carbs. I call that keto flexing. You're going to get a lot from this episode, and I can't wait to share Anna with you shortly. Before I do, I want to take a moment here to get to the Apple Podcast rating and review of the day. This is a five-star review from Marcus1966 titled Great Podcast. Ben has such a positive attitude about life and health. If you're interested in enlightening your podcast, listen, listen to Keto Camp. I've learned tons from Ben and look forward to his upcoming episodes. Thank you, Ben. Mark from Canada. Mark, thank you so much. I appreciate you. Thanks for listening from Canada. Grateful that you tune in and we will post new episodes every week. As a matter of fact, every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, 6 a.m. Eastern time, there's a new episode in your podcast app. We are 100% committed. And if you haven't left the Keto Camp Podcast a rating and review yet, please do so right now. Here's a quick message from today's sponsor. Did you know there's actually beverages that can supercharge your fasting results? My favorite, which is a keto powerhouse, is apple cider vinegar. There's a ton of research showing apple cider vinegar has been beneficial for boosting your metabolism, suppressing appetite, reducing fat storage. That's because apple cider vinegar contains acetic acid, which is a short-chain fatty acid that's been shown to promote weight loss in those ways. Also, apple cider vinegar is one of the best ways to balance your blood sugars. A study showed apple cider vinegar improved insulin sensitivity after high-carb meals up to 34%. We also know that apple cider vinegar stimulates digestion, acts as a bile stimulant to help break down the fat you're eating on keto. Another research study showed apple cider vinegar protects against mineral depletion. If you're like me, you probably don't like the taste of apple cider vinegar. I think it tastes disgusting. That's why my go-to is Paleo Valley's apple cider vinegar complex. This is an organic blend of apple cider vinegar and four more gut and health supportive superfoods. I take this before my meals. I take it before coffee. And this enhances my fast and my blood sugar regulation. You'll find it contains organic apple cider vinegar, organic turmeric, organic ginger, organic Ceylon cinnamon, and organic lemon. Since you are a listener of the Keto Camp podcast, we worked out an exclusive discount code for you to get the apple cider vinegar complex capsules, and all of the products over at Paleo Valley, all you need to do is head to paleovalley.com and use the coupon code KETOCAMP15 at checkout for 15% off your entire order. By the way, they got delicious beef sticks and an awesome organ meat complex. Go check them out. paleovalley.com. That is KETOCAMP15 at checkout. We'll also drop a link down below in the show notes. All right, let's have some fun with Dr. Anna Kabeka. Dr. Anna has worked with thousands of women one-on-one to help them understand and improve their health and manage their hormones. She's committed to supporting women so they can thrive physically, emotionally, sexually, and even spiritually as they go through the natural and inevitable life shift of menopause. She helps to tackle a host of symptoms, fatigue, depression, weight gain, loss of libido, vaginal dryness, hair loss, and more. She shines the light of change, sharing truths, and finding solutions to restore vitality and joy. She's written best-selling books, The Hormone Fix, Keto Green 16. We've interviewed her previously on the Keto Camp Podcast episode, 
episode 138 on those books. And today we dive deep into her brand new book, Menupause. Here's Dr. Anna Kabeca. Dr. Anna Kabeca, welcome back to the Keto Camp Podcast. Oh my gosh, Ben, it is so good to be here with you. I tell you, I looked forward to this time together for a long time. And Me I can't too. wait to see you again. We were last in Vegas together. We were last in Vegas together. We had an oh, amazing time. <laughs> yeah, we had an amazing time. We've built such an awesome relationship since the first time I interviewed you. And I look forward to a lot more uh, of building our relationship and all the amazing things that you're doing. And the reason you came back today with my Keto Campers is because you have a brand new book that's coming out. Well, it comes out tomorrow because this will be released on April 11th. Your book is coming out on April 12th. And the name is absolutely brilliant. I was just telling you offline, Menu Pause, Five Unique Eating Plans to Break Through Your Weight Loss Plateau, Improve Mood, Sleep, and Hot Flashes. Every woman wants to know how to do that. So Anna, why did you want to write this book? Oh my gosh, I wanted to write it because there's so so often we get stuck, right? Everything we're doing stops working. Even when we're doing everything right, we can hit this plateau, this point or we're not seeing a shift or an improvement in one of the symptoms that trouble us. And often that symptom is hot flashes, weight gain is the one of the biggest one, but those are probably the two most common. And then um, energy, energy issues. But isn't that all normal and you should just deal with it? <laughs> I hear that all the time. And like a, a woman came to me not too long ago and she goes, Dr. Anna, I went to my general um, physician and she said that, well, menopause is natural. So you'll just bear, bear with it. You'll be through it eventually. And that's absolutely not true. Menopause is natural and mandatory. Every woman will go through it just like puberty, right? Every woman will go through it, but suffering is optional. And that's what we need to know. And in a really quick window of time, we can start to feel improvement, feel a shift, feel empowered. And that's why menu pause was so important for me to write. Mm, I love what you just said. Every woman is going to go through it, but suffering is optional. It's very empowering. And you know, for those who are listening or watching who is not in your, you're not in your men, uh, perimenopause, menopausal years yet, maybe you're 25 years old or 32 years old. Uh, could you just share why it's important for them to hear this conversation and get your book? Because at some point they're going to be in that phase of life. An ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. I love that saying. And I have four daughters and a granddaughter now that yes. since you saw me last, I delivered my firstborn. So I congratulations. Thank you. She's amazing. She's amazing. So having a house full of girls at all different ages, my youngest is now 14. And that's the child when I was 39, I had early menopause and infertility. And I suffered with that. And women in their 30s are struggling with these hormonal imbalances. So it's never too soon to start to shift and to empower and to reverse that you know, that process of, of hormone disruption, of rapid aging from hormonal imbalance and inflammation, those things affect our fertility. And the longer we have healthy fertility and good ovarian function, the better quality of life we have and the longer we live. So those are really crucial things. And the earlier we can start, the less painful, you know, menopausal transition will be and, and hopefully prevent any early menopause. So when we look at, uh, you know, 2022, the, the day and age that we live in, but let's say the last 20 years, a lot of girls as they're growing up, my fiance included, 
get their period very early in, in their uh, their livelihood, right? Eight years old, 10 years old, 11 years old. I think my fiance got hers when she was around 10 years old. Why does that happen? Is it something in our food supply, maybe hormones? And then how does that impact your um, likelihood of getting menopause maybe earlier than when you would like? Right. And this is a really interesting thing, Ben. And I think this is where we have to be clinically aware as physicians what's going on around us because the research and the publications that we've studied, like Spiroff's Reproductive Endocrinology, the you know one of our Bibles of reproductive endocrinology, would say that endocrine disruptors would not affect your earlier menses beginning. However, in certain times of peace, you can start into early menses earlier. In wartime, it tends to be a little bit later. And again, stress, we can tell stress has a big factor on our symptoms. However, what I've seen over years and being a mom of four girls, you know, my first had her period at almost 16, the second one at 14, the third one at 13. So like a different one. So, you know, I think that's really important to realize, okay, well, what else? And I'm pretty organic, non-GMO, you know, I pay attention to these things too. So what else, what are the hormone disruptors? And I would say clinically as a physician and newer research really does support that hormone disruptors are a big factor. And I would say like, you know, one of the biggest ones, dairy, 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 dairy. Yeah. So for example, like let's use my fiance, 10 years old, let's say she got her her first uh, menstrual cycle. Now does that shorten her window of when she can conceive and possibly when she'll enter perimenopause and menopause, her menopausal years? Not necessarily, not necessarily. I think what we do in these years will make a difference for ovarian conservation. So sometimes, as I said, the earlier um, menarche, the earlier menopause, but that's not necessarily true. That's not necessarily true. So I think that what we can do to restore and keep healthy ovarian function, to look at what any hormone disruptors and clear our body from that, support the liver and detoxification, all of those things will help improve the later, you know, helping us have our menstrual cycles longer. That's a good thing. Doesn't sound like a good thing when you're had to deal with them for 40 something years, but it's really a good thing. Yeah, it's a good sign. It's a longevity marker. Yeah. And something we know, Ben, because looking, you know, I have diabetes on both sides of my family and and, um, one of the, and my mom struggled during menopause with heart disease, diabetes, surgery. And what we now know, a study recently published, look at women who have, well, one of the risk factors for diabetes and prediabetes is menopause. And a second risk factor, a higher risk factor is if you've had a hysterectomy. And thirdly, if you've had your ovaries removed, you have significantly higher risk of diabetes. Now, we've known for a while that if you've had your ovaries removed, even before the age of 65, your risk of cardiovascular disease is almost double. So this finding in association with diabetes just tells how important it is to maintain healthy ovarian function. So now what do we do if we've lost, if you had a hysterectomy and we've had our ovaries removed? And this is where, you know, as important as it is to uh, manage and uh, supplement with bioidentical hormones, especially progesterone, 
testosterone, DHEA, and estrogen. I typically do progesterone and DHEA, then add on testosterone and estrogen, depending on the person. But more importantly than that, it's becoming more insulin sensitive. So keto green, right? We know how important getting into ketosis in a healthy way for women is in maintaining that insulin sensitivity in a very hormone balancing way. And that's the number one intervention I can make for women to reduce over 90% of their menopausal symptoms, honestly. And that cortisol is that with reducing cortisol. So the keto green concept is that alkalinity of, you know, our greens and our veggies and those good things and checking urine pH. So good loving, high levels of oxytocin, reducing cortisol, because all of that will improve the urine pH. And we know that's also associated with decreased diabetes, heart disease, inflammatory diseases, and cancer. Yeah, and I want to get into progesterone a little bit more. And and for those who are listening and watching, uh, Dr. Anna was on the Keto Camp podcast uh, a couple of years ago, actually, episode 138, where we spoke about the keto green way, and we really went deep into that. So I recommend you watch or listen to that. We'll reference that in the podcast notes. Progesterone, explain a little bit more about how progesterone works in the body and then the relationship between the progesterone in decline and the brain's inability to use glucose as a fuel source. Mm -hmm. This is such an important factor. And honestly, Ben, if I hadn't experienced this myself as a, you know, know, double boarded, at that time, double boarded OBGYN, and really deep into functional medicine and bioidentical hormone for how many years, when I was 48, I really started spiraling into this deep perimenopause, second menopause, the symptoms were all there and, and the brain fog and the memory loss and the weight gain without doing anything different. You know, we've talked about our, like, that is so humbling. I'm telling you, it is, it is true without doing anything different. These hormonal shifts cause that weight gain. And what was really fascinating is that like the troublesome is that that brain fog and memory loss. I mean, my hormones were dialed in and that's my specialty. My hormones were dialed in. So it was something beyond that. And that took me at that time, 2015, digging deep into the keto, you know, keto green, into how I developed that plan for women uh, for hormone balancing. And so that took me deep into that and the brain fog lifted. So I experienced that, but why? Who knew? And later that year published a research article, finally, they're imaging women's brains. So that's exciting. And um, what they discovered is that that during age 35 to 55, the use of glucose in a woman's brain significantly decreases in reverse to her symptoms, brain fog, you know, mood swings, anxiety, depression, memory loss, all of those things, like the memory loss twice or three times. It's so important. And weight gain, right? And of course, the GYN symptoms that come in the breakthrough bleeding, the PMS. And so why would it increase so much? And that's that decrease in the brain's ability to use glucose for fuel. And that, I mean, but the shift. So what happens? You shift to using ketones for fuel. That is not hormone dependent. And all of a sudden, it's like memory. Oh, three books, you know, you know, and all, everything else you can do, the passion that you want to live life and be a full participant. And so I, when I realized that, that's where I was like, oh my gosh, I got to get this information out to the world. That's so fascinating. Another, you know, point for, for ketosis, the right way, the way yes. that Anna teaches it, of course. 
the way you teach it, of course. We're, we're good. For women, it's that I really, I, I do emphasize the, the importance of the, the greens, but sometimes, depending on our system, we have to pause greens, or sometimes we have to pause meats. So that's where menu pause came in with five different menu plans that each pause something, because we can get stuck in what we're doing, because there's, you know, we need to challenge our gut bacteria we need to support digestive enzymes more or we need you know so depending on what it is that we may need yeah and i love the idea of having five different eating plans because you're, you're so right and the challenge for you know you and i and, and the other health practitioners out there a healthy set of foods might be healthy for me but for anna might be unhealthy your body might not be responding well to it right now so it's like yeah is meat healthy yeah maybe for one person maybe not for somebody else or you know, as broccoli healthy, maybe for one person, not the other person. So having this menu, this this guide of five different eating plans and kind of seeing how it works for your unique needs, so important. And would you agree, Anna, that in this day and age, people are eating the same foods over and over, even though they think it's healthy and it might be, but what's the problem with eating the same foods over and over every single day? I, I know the problem is you're going to get a food sensitivity. And one thing that is so hysterical is when I'm talking to people about their healthy food diary and there's always chicken salad in there almost every day for lunch. I'm like, you cannot eat chicken salad anymore. <laughs> it is not healthy if you eat it every day. It's so, it's so true, Ben. And it is, we get stuck with our favorites and I get stuck and I, you know, doing everything right. And all of a sudden it stops working. And especially in the perimenopause, menopause time period and postmenopause, well beyond, but at any time of our lives, that can be our, our downfall, honestly. Yeah. And, and people in the health space are more guilty of this than anybody else. It's like keto. These are my avocados, eggs, and cheese, and I'm eating this every single day. And it's, it's not what we want to do. It's not what our ancestors did. They always rotated their foods, creates more diversity, forces the microbiome to adapt. And that's why I love the five different eating plans that you have in menu pause. I want to take a quick break here to share with you about the dangers of taking fish oil. I know, shocking. I was somebody who took fish oil every single day for years. And then I came across a ton of research showing the dangers of consuming fish oil. I immediately found an amazing product called Pureform. Pureform is a plant-based omega. And the cool thing about Pureform is that it is uniquely processed with nitrogen to preserve it and make sure it does not oxidize. These essential fatty acids are cold pressed and you get the proper balance of omega-6 and omega-3 to feed your cells what it desires. We know that life begins and ends at the cell membrane. And when you have the proper fats, the building blocks for those cell membranes, all of a sudden your fat burning hormones can do its job. So you lose weight. All of a sudden your cells produce energy. So you feel good. So we know that cellular health is key for performance and longevity. So I've been taking Pureform every single day. My dog takes it every single day. So does my girlfriend and my mom. This is how much I love the product. If you want to get your bottle delivered to your door, head over to purelifescience.com. Check them out. Order a bottle or two, and you'll be amazed by how you feel after taking this just after a few days. That is Pure lifescience.com. Use the coupon code BEN4 to apply a $4 off coupon. That is BEN, B-E-N, and the number 
four, international shipping is available. Okay, let's go back into this episode of the Keto Camp Podcast. Quick question about progesterone. Uh, what are your thoughts on progesterone creams and for both men and women? I love progesterone. I've been a big fan. I've researched progesterone in the brain for neurologic function for you know, over a decade and a half now. My ex-husband had a traumatic brain injury, so I was deep into progesterone in the brain research. And I'd also been a very big proponent and have been and continue to be for bioidentical progesterone replacement, typically with a cream, at whether or not you have a uterus. And this is a really big a misunderstanding and a miss in our medical systems when they tell you you don't need progesterone because you don't have a uterus. And I can go into that more later, but let me tell you, I've used progesterone. And when I do put a woman on progesterone, especially if she's had a hysterectomy or she's well postmenopausal, they always come in and say, Dr. Anna, I feel like the cloud has lifted. And for me, that was absolutely true too. That was a big part of it. It goes beyond that. Progesterone, there are progesterone receptors in our brain, in our bones, in our breast, and they support healthy breast tissue. They support healthy metabolism. They support healthy neuroendocrine function. When our progesterone is declining, that's when we enter this period of neuroendocrine vulnerability. And for men, I've used progesterone and pregnenolone in in my cream bin, I have a cream that I created that's over the counter for women and it has, uh, and men, but progesterone and pregnenolone. I love the combination of these two mother hormones, right? These two master hormones that all our other reproductive hormones are um, derived from. So, and I've used progesterone and pregnenolone in men for anxiety, for insomnia, and it is game changing. It is game changing. And then they feel like they've gotten their edge back. So the issue with using, and I like transdermal progesterone, and I also like oral progesterone, especially if we're working on sleep, because uh, oral progesterone is always prescription only, and typically it depends. For guys, I might do anywhere between 25, 50 milligrams. Um, for women, it's typically 200 milligrams. But again, it depends orally. 90% of that is metabolized, but to our benefit, because it helps to provide you enough GABA. So progesterone increases your GABA production. And GABA is that, you know, relaxation ah, hormone. I always like to say it, it reminds me to remember GABA and what it does in your body. I think of the rock group ABBA and that Mama Mia musical. And it's just a feel good, it's a feel good hormone. And when we lose that, it doesn't feel good. And when we're stressed, we lose it very rapidly. So cortisol, you know, is the progesterone steal. Cortisol steals derived from progesterone. So we further empty the progesterone tank. And then you have less DHEA and less estrogen and testosterone as a result. So times of stress decrease reproductive potential, right? Times of stress, later puberty, you know, earlier menopause. I love the ABBA reference. I'm a big fan of ABBA. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to remember that, Mamma Mia. Let's get the GABA and feel good, Mamma Mia. Um, is there, so from my research, I haven't seen anything that shows when you take exogenous progesterone, like a cream or oral, that it shuts down your body's endogenous production. Is that is that the case? Have you seen anything to disprove that? So Dr. Pam Smith, she leads some of the um, bioidentical hormone conferences with the anti-aging and regenerative medicine community, and has been lecturing in this space. And I paid attention to her lectures and had lunch with her 
after one com one conference, um, the PCCARX Compounding Pharmacy Conference, we spoke at, oh my gosh, maybe five or seven years ago now. And what she said is absolutely daily progesterone is destructive. Daily supplementation of progesterone can negatively feed back. And that makes sense to me. And she actually, there's a lawsuit that information was really delved into. And so saying, so I the recommendation for progesterone is cyclic supportive progesterone if you're menstruating. And if you're postmenopausal, I typically say one to two days off per week, three to five days off per month. Mm, that's really good to know. Yeah, I didn't know that information. But even, even with just like, my intuition tells me to always cycle things like that. So I, I would always cycle. I've used it before. I even use it with my dog, by the way, for he gets um, when it starts to thunder and lightning, he starts to shake. So I put some in his ear, some progesterone, and it helps calm him down. But and it works. And but I use it cyclically. And I thought there was no negative feedback loop. But this is news to me. But even no, even though I didn't know this, I still did it cyclically just because it made more sense to do it that way. So I'm glad you brought that up. That's so important. Yeah, I think just intuitively, like you said, you're not going to eat the same foods every day. There are seasons for reasons. The seventh day is designed for rest, right, on Sundays. And so, like, you know, may, there's maybe a reason for that. And when when I had the discussion with her about that and some of the science around it, I mean, it does make sense. Yeah. It absolutely does make sense. So, you know, and I didn't know that early on as a young hormone prescribing physician, right? I didn't know that, but it makes sense. And what we see with testosterone daily where we see testicular shrinkage. I mean, that may not be reversible. So like, let's, let's, you know, either, you know, make sure that we don't let that happen by supplementing with other medications and, and or taking breaks, but don't, and no one just stop their testosterone. It will cause you to have severe depression if you just stop testosterone cold turkey. So. Yeah. Important work with a smart doctor, like Dr. Anna, what was, what was her name? The one who did research on progesterone? Uh, Dr. Pam Smith. I wonder, are you familiar with, um, he has a book called Adrenaline Dominant, Dr. Michael Platt. Do you know who that is? Yes, yes. So I've interviewed him before and he's big on progesterone creams and he he told me there was no negative feedback loop, right? So I wonder if um, he's familiar with Dr. Pam Smith, makes me think. Even though he said that, I, I still didn't think it was a good idea to take it every day. So it was cyclical for me, but it's interesting. Yeah, I and there are times when I'll recommend it daily. And like I will say, I, like, even with oxytocin supplementation, oxytocin, prepare it your own, right? I'm really big on this. I write about oxytocin, my first book, The Hormone Fix and Keto Green 16. And in many pause, we didn't get so much into oxytocin, but I do talk about it in my final chapter about pausing the things that no longer serve you. So oxytocin, my favorite hormone, uh, the most powerful hormone in our, in our body about love, connection, good relationships, right? Good juju. That's that oxytocin hormone. So even with oxytocin supplementation, as I had been PTSD, right? Post-traumatic stress disorder flaring at the time. And I started use supplementing with oxytocin. And I wondered, could I do this long-term? And, and the research says, no, you have, to, you have to take breaks in it. You have to stop. And you don't want to decrease your body's own ability to make oxytocin. You don't want to damage your receptor sites any further. Use it when you need it and but ideally create it and once you learn the disciplines and skills it sounds crazy but to create oxytocin mindset oh my gosh 
your voicemail, I called you and you said, tell me something you're grateful for. I'm like an oxytocin dose right there. <laughs> yes. Gratitude. I love that. Did you call me today? I didn't even know that. I, I did. I did. I was like, I don't know. I'm in the horse trailer. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to have reception. <laughs> My phone was on. Do not, I didn't even know that. I love that. <laughs> Vitamin G, right? Gratitude, oxytocin, like instant production of that. So in your book, you, you just said you have a section on pausing things that don't serve you. Could you get a little bit deeper into some of the, some of the things you mentioned in that book? Yes, definitely. I have to pause negative thoughts, negative thinking, right? That is, and, and Daniel Amen talks about ants, right? Autonomic neg- or automatic negative thoughts. And so these uh, negative thoughts that come up and they, they will predominate our lives if we allow them to. Having had trauma and PTSD, I know how, how damaging that can be to your entire physiology. It was part of the reason I had infertility at 39 and early menopause. So pausing those negative thinking or com- like we've got to deal with right now a war overseas and that uncertainty. We're dealing with a pandemic, but my practices and disciplines are to compartmentalize that. I want to deal with it. I want to take action. I want to give grace. I want to give support, but I'm going to do that from eight to eight fifteen or eight to eight thirty, depending on, I'm going to like, if those thoughts are coming in my mind, I'll address that at eight to eight fifteen. So I compartmentalized and, you know, and, and part of my trauma, it's I compartmentalized to, you know, maybe it's once a week now, or it's a different time, you know, season or you have things that you deal with on certain days of the year. If you have to remember someone you loved and lost, there's a daily remembrance, but then there's a a time maybe you want to sink in to deep grief and remembrance. And so allowing yourself those days and privileges to do that too, versus it can consume you. So I, and that's acidifying and that's breaking catabolic, right? That breaks down your body, your muscles, your cells, your tissues and causes hair loss and mood swings and hot flashes and night sweats and insomnia. Been there, done that. I know it very well. So that's one of the things, pausing things that no longer serve you. Yeah, we can add in snacks too. Like if I hear one more menopause expert saying that three meals and three snacks is the best menopause diet, I'm like... But you got to support your adrenals, right? (laughs) Oh, oh, yeah. No, no. I, and talk about adrenals, like I have had the worst, right? I had been PTSD, burnout adrenals. Two, two meals a day is great. Definitely the adaptogens. Let's pour some Mighty Maca Plus down your throat here and get you alkalinized, support you with adrenal adaptogens. And I, you know, we talk about adrenals because when I was full-blown, you know, PTSD, and, and I didn't even know it, right? I was just compensating, workaholic, flashbacks, you know, high stress, insomnia, three hours of sleep a night. So I worked with, you know, recovering from that in the process and my adrenals, my DHEAS, one of the four blood markers that I think everyone should know, like their, you know, dress size, hat size in Texas, we wear a hat. I don't know if you can see my hat over there. Yeah. It's one of my hats. Dr. Anna's in a, in a horse trailer right now for those who can't see this. <laughs> I know. Another one of my Look at those. You got a whole bunch. So, you know, when we when I worked in that, my DHA was in the teens, 17, maybe I could bump it up to 39, doing all kinds of adrenal protocols, honestly, until I switched to like using Mighty Maca Plus, that adaptogenic, increasing vitamin C, gratitude practice. You're so good at, Ben. I mean, that gratitude 
practice and pray. And sometimes we, when we're in that state, we can maybe not think about something we're grateful for. Make it up. There's always something to be grateful for. We've got to, you know, shoes on our feet, hair on our head, you know, whatever it may be. We, we, there's so much, someone who loves us in our lives, someone we love. And just really focus on that gratitude. Every, if you have to, every second, really keep that front and foremost. And that shifts your physiology and the keto green way. This is game-changing to support your adrenals. My DHEAS is now easily 150 to 200 where I like to see it in women. Wow. And I'm 55 years old with a 14-year-old as the youngest in rodeo. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, so for those who are not watching, um, Dr. Anna is in a horse trailer. Her daughter is going through a a competition. Is that what it's called, the competition? Is that the right term? Rodeo. Competition. A rodeo, and uh, she's uh, out on the road, and she's doing whatever it takes for recording an awesome podcast. So I love that. <laughs> the gratitude part, it, you know, it, it's so easy to do, and the problem with that, it's easy not to do. Jim Rohn said that. You know, there's things that are easy to do, which makes it easy not to do, and that's where a lot of people don't do it. But gratitude, those thoughts, and I love that you have that in your book, 60,000 thoughts per day on average that somebody has. And it's estimated that most of those thoughts are negative. They're the same thoughts from the day before. So if you could pause and start reflecting on those thoughts, or even, like you said, have a, a certain time where you designate those thoughts where it's towards some of the crazy things that are happening in the world or some of the challenges of the grief. We don't, we're not saying to avoid that. We're saying to really master those thoughts and focus on gratitude and focus on what you appreciate. Perfect example, because the same, I know a lot of people are going through difficult challenges and we're not trying to uh, put that down. We're, we are empathetic here, but let's say you have a whole, like $100,000 in debt and you're stressed. How could I be grateful if I have $100,000 in debt? Well, would you rather wake up tomorrow morning and have $100,000 in debt or be debt-free, but not wake up tomorrow. <laughs> like, Of course, I'd rather wake up. So just the fact that you're alive is much more of a blessing than being debt-free or whatever challenge you have. So if you could shift that and have perspective, such a game changer. It has been for me and I still practice it daily. I know you do as well. You preach it as well because of the oxytocin part, right? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And, and again, I remember having, I had a patient who came in in her mid thirties and she had fibromyalgia symptoms and, you know, it was one thing after the other. And I saw her for 11 months and every month I would, you know, addressing something and trying her every month to two months when she'd come back in, fine tuning her labs, really working with her, detoxifying her, addressing you know, and everything was like, good, right? Like I can't figure it out. And I finally said, took me 11 months then to my, to my dismay, it took me 11 months. But I finally said, well, just tell me one thing that you love about yourself. And she goes, nothing. Dr. Ann, I don't love anything about myself. And I said, and I thought to myself, oh, there's the problem. There's the problem. And I said, Melissa, you've got the most gorgeous hair. And all of a sudden she lit up. She goes, oh yeah, I love my hair. And she smiled. I said, well, I want you to focus on that. I want you to focus on your hair. Top of every hour, set your alarm. We're going to do this. And honest to God, Ben, that shifted her. I didn't see her back for four months. And that was just for time for her pap smear. I was like, how are you doing? She goes, thank you. (laughs) Thank you. I started focusing on the things that I love and I'm grateful for. And that made a difference. And she'd had trauma. She had adverse childhood experiences. She had a significant amount of trauma. And so that eats at you. And there's like, also, if you've had, like, they say sticks and stones will break your bones, but words will never hurt you. That's not true. 
that's not true. We'll remember how they made us feel. And so like shifting that and releasing that, shedding that is a huge therapeutic benefit. I mean, I could dial in all the hormones, put her on all the supplements. And until we got that missing piece, and that's why, you know, I, I, I really, in my first book, we had, you had interviewed me about the hormone fix too. Um, I talk about the different things, the, the spokes on the wheel that um, are essential. I wish it was just as easy as writing a pill and you're better, which reminds me, I want to, um, when you were talking, I was thinking back to what you were talking about with your fiance and, and progesterone and, and, and women her age, I was thinking sometimes what happens is we go in and we're having issues uh, and maybe we're giving progesterone and or testosterone at a younger age. Um, and we may need it for a short time as a crutch, but ideally we're working on restoring our natural ovarian production or natural adrenal production. And, and that can make a huge difference. We worked with a woman named Nicole, her stories on my website, and she had suffered through three miscarriages and started following my work and her 21 days. So when we're looking at fertility, we'll look at a 21 day progesterone level. And her 21 day progesterone level was always six or less when she tested it, when she had it tested. And then, you know, with working, following through my program and using Mighty Maca, she wasn't on any progesterone, but using Mighty Maca, that adrenal support and alkalinizing adrenal support and focusing on urine pH, telling you, such a good biohack. Her 21-day progesterone went up to 21, and she was pregnant the following month, and she had that baby nine months later. So I, you know, and I was like, man, I hadn't even, at that point, I wasn't looking, I was looking at DHEA, I wasn't looking at progesterone level, but we had all these mighty maca babies, right? All these babies that are, you know, and it was, it's really, it's really beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Mighty maca babies. <laughs> That's great. Uh, I love that. I am sure, I mean, you work with 10,000 plus patients over the years. I mean, you've been at this for what, uh, 20 plus years now. I mean, You've seen a lot, not just with your research, which is you know rock solid, but just the clinical experience. I I value that even more than the research because you're seeing it in the trenches, working with these patients, and you're you know you're changing things according to what you see. So that is so valuable, and for us to have a conversation like this for an hour or so and get that kind of the golden nuggets and then put it in a book, so valuable, so valuable. So everybody, go get the book, um, which is out tomorrow. If you're anything like me, you spend a lot of money on supplements each month. Have you ever thought these supplements are actually working for you? Are they attaching to your receptor sites and helping your cells do a specific job? What if you're not getting enough minerals? Or what if you have too much of something creating an imbalance in other minerals? Knowing this will not only save you money, but it'll also improve your health so you could balance out the vitamins and minerals that you really need. With that being said, how the heck do you know if you have a mineral imbalance. What I'm bringing you today is a chance to accurately test all of that at the comfort of your home. In this case, I'm talking about my friends over at Upgraded Formulas and their upgraded hair test kit and consultation. When you discover the truth here and what's going on with your body, you can vanquish any of those hidden deficiencies that are affecting your metabolism, thyroid, adrenals, mental performance, endurance, strength, and sleep just to name a few. I've had Barton Scott on the show before and he gave a masterclass on minerals. How this works is simple. You are sent a test kit 
and you use some of your hair. You just cut off a short piece of your hair. It could be on your head or pubic hair. You send it back to them and they have your results. They also offer a consultation to go over your results with you. It's simple, it's effective, and it's one of the best tests to know if what you're doing is working for you or not. If you'd like to get your hands on their deficiency test and consultation, head to upgradedformulas.com. Use the coupon code KETOCAMP15 to receive 15% off your entire order. That is upgradedformulas.com. Use the coupon code KETOCAMP15 at checkout. We'll also drop a link down below. Speaking of the book, Anna, could you maybe give a general outline of the five different plans you have in there regarding the, the, the this way of eating? Oh, yeah, I'd love to. Um, so in many pause, it was kind of fun as I was playing with the title. My editor, Marnie Cochran, came up with an amazing title when we were brainstorming. I told Ben, like, I wanted to write about connection and oxytocin. She's like, we want more of your food recipes. Because seriously, I balance the recipes for hormone support and detoxification and like phase one and phase two detoxification supporting our liver all these good things so i use food as medicine and did you know way back when i'm going on another tangent but way back when and even to the time of the ottoman empire we know that the physicians to the king prepared their food food is medicine so right in line with that so so, and I, I think of these menu plans that way too. So, but as I've worked with women and, and men over the course of the years and in the keto green lifestyle, they'd come to me and say, Dr. Hannah, I'm hitting a plateau. I've hit some plateaus, of course. And I'm like, okay, well, let's pause this. Let's try this. Let's do this. And so that's what menu pause is. There are five different six day menu plans and six days because the gut mucosa regenerates every 72 hours. So this gives us two 72 hours of cycle without the thing we're pausing essentially. And to see, okay, in a wink, can like in a wink, in a less than a week, can we see what, you know, how we feel that way? And you absolutely can with those two 72 hour cycles. So the first pause is pausing the nightshades. And so it's a keto green extreme plan. It's really an autoimmune plan, pausing on the nightshades. And then, then oftentimes when we go keto, and especially if we've dealt with constipation, constipation is a really big issue. So the second plan for many reasons, but one of them being constipation, but we also want to create bacterial diversity, gut bacterial diversity. It's a plant-based plan because as, as much as we can love and we can be, you know, love our meats and do really well. It does benefit us. All longevity lifestyles include a very diverse plant-based plan menu. So there's plant-based. So for my vegans, and it's of course everything I do is anyway um, dairy-free and gluten-free. So that's that's that second pause. The third pause is is just kind of swinging to the opposite spectrum and it is a carnivore-ish plan. So nose to tail with great, like a, a great, I mean, just great recipes and including my cardamom seared liver that my daughter gets second helpings of. It's amazing. It's so good. So really like to bring flavor and herbs and spices that are alkalinizing that have, you know, digestive support that have some medicinal support, even if it's Himalayan sea salt, right? 
So we're making sure that we're adding these things into the menus. And then going your high ketosis, if you're doing them sequentially, you can do any one you want. But if we're doing them sequentially, this was my thought process in it, then you're in high ketosis, so you're set for a cleanse. So a six-day cleanse with a gallbladder liver flush in the morning, and that's like the lemon juice, olive oil shot. And my ladies loved it. We did this plan in my girlfriend doctor community before the book was released. And then smoothies and bone broth. So a six-day cleanse, three to six days. You Typically, they, every one of them completed six days. And very supportive in that you will see glowing skin, right? You're really resting the gastrointestinal tract and supporting yourself nutritionally and glowing skin, radiant, clear eyes, a big wash of inflammation and diuresis. And then the fifth plan that oftentimes, and I wish I was one of these people, but sometimes someone who's been doing keto for a long time and then they hit a plateau and they're struggling. I'm like, we need to add some carbs back. Let's do some healthy carbs. So it's a carb up plan, but they're healthy carbs, but adding more of the root vegetables. So one of my favorite recipes in there is my Texas rodeo skillet. And it's with sweet potatoes and avocado and sunny side up eggs drizzled with some sriracha, parsley, or spices. So good. Prepared in a skillet. I'll, I'll cook that for you. Yeah. Please. And your fiance, one time I got to do it. It's <laughs> one of my favorite things. Oh, I, I love the variety. That's so awesome. It, it's going to fix that problem we spoke about, about people eating the same foods every single day. And the variety is important. It's, it's, you're creating, you know, it's essentially hormesis, right? The body's adapting to different foods. So you have, you know, you're removing lectins and, and nightshades, you're moving some of the anti-nutrients, letting the digestive system rest. Same thing with the carnivore-ish digestive system rest. And then you have more plant-based for a certain time. And then you have the carb up, which I love to get out of ketosis, make some hormonal conversions, and then kind of mix and match and go according to how, however you want to do it. I think it's brilliant. I mean, what a, what a great game plan. And it's, and it's really outlined in a very easy way to follow, you know, six days. And then you just, it's like, just follow the instructions and then choose which one you want. So in the book, do you say, do you share uh, like how to kind of go through it? You could either go through it sequentially, like you mentioned, or kind of just mix and match however you feel. Yep. There's a menu pause quiz too. Like in each chapter says, if you're struggling with this, you may want to start here. So there is, you could definitely do that and see which one you want to dig into first, which one resonates best with you, where are you set to go? And so that's a really powerful, you know, it's really a powerful way to do it too. And then six days, so there's the seventh day of rest, hence our don't do everything, you know, continuously. And that could be a fasting day. It could be a feasting day. It could be, you know, an, an, a, an exploration day, right, for you to see what's going on. And so or continuation of that plan day because you're feeling so good and you're not ready to let go. And that's great. Listen to your body. And I think that's really, that's that's powerful. Yeah, it is. I love it. I love it. So the book is going to be available. Where can I get the book? We'll put links down below, but where would, where do you want to send them for the book? Yeah, anywhere books are sold. I was a big heart for local bookstores. So you can go to your local bookstore and come back uh, to the link that Ben's going to provide for extra book bonuses. So we've got a bunch of book bonuses for you, including the menu pause quiz and also a daily activity log. So you have a checklist and can check and see which plan did you really feel better on too? Where are you getting the best results? And, you know, definitely come back to the one that you 
do feel the best on. So anywhere books are sold and Amazon, especially we've been number one on menopause for three months already. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. The book's going to change a lot of lives. So if somebody wants to do the, let's say the carnivore-ish plan for 30 days, like four cycles, and they feel really good, you would recommend they do that? Go ahead and then switch it up with something else after four weeks? Or would you not recommend that? Oh, that's a good question. I, you know, I really am not sure. I think it's really going to depend. But I would say I'd like you know, to see the cycling through of the five plans. We're going to do that together in community with all five plans. So um, in my girlfriend doctor community, we'll be cycling through and then see, okay, what happens once you go through all the plans? Because there's a benefit to each of them in changing it up and then going back and then staying with the one you felt best on. So, but again, it depends on if you, you know, if you've been, you know, struggling and now you're doing carnivores and you feel better than you ever had and you are saying, okay, I'm not going to, I'm going to stay on this, then stay on it. Trust your intuition. I think this is where in my experience, it's like I, I'm in partnership with my patients. You know, it's always a partnership. You learn as you go on your progress. How are you responding? What's going on? How are you feeling? And I want to empower the individual to take back that control of being in touch with how do they feel? What are their symptoms? Are the rings not fitting? Or, you know, is clothes slipping on a lot easier? Do they see new hair growth on their hair? Like what is going on? Is their skin clearer and smoother? I want to give that power back to the individual because I feel like it's been taken away, you know, by, by sometimes us physicians or, you know, by what's on a prescription pad. And I, what we've seen in doing the keto green lifestyle, and you've seen this of course in your keto community and kind of, I love your keto community, by the way, it's so inspirational too. And you're welcome. What you see is they, you know, get off medications Right, they lose the diagnoses that they've been given. I had that early menopause, irreversible infertility diagnosis. I've erased those from my history. That's not actually you can't really release it, re- erase it once it's in your medical record. That's a whole other story. But you know, but anyway, don't get me down that <laughs> rabbit hole. Yeah, I'll get you pissed off there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're you're a perfect example, uh, and I love it. And the books is going to change so many lives. So. It's going to be available on paperback, Kindle, any other variations of it? Uh, no, no audiobook this time because it's mostly recipes, 125 recipes. It's a lot of color photography, a lot of color photography. So Rodale's my publisher. They did a great job with producing this book. And it is a beautiful tabletop book and you'll enjoy it. You'll enjoy doing it with friends. Yeah, it's so cool. You know, I love the idea of doing that with, with your community, like going through the whole, the five cycles. So get the book and maybe you get a group of friends or join Aunt, Dr. Anna's community. Her website is dranna.com with two N's, so D-R-A-N-N-A.com. And then we'll drop links down below. And then Dr. Anna and I are going to be speaking at a few conferences together this year. If you'd love to, we'd love to meet you in person. So for sure, KetoCon in Austin, Texas, July 8th through July 10th, we will both be there potentially paleo effects as well in Austin, Texas, and then keto symposium in September, September 23rd in New York City, and maybe some others, right, Anna? Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. I look forward. I always love seeing you. I always love seeing you too. And I want to acknowledge you for the way you show up. You know, ever since we became friends, well, we had the interview, and then I saw you in Orlando at Dave Asprey's conference, and then we hung out at the Las Vegas event. 
Uh, you've been so supportive, so nice, so caring. And I love how me, you and Cynthia have this great synergy. We did that webinar with Thomas DeLauer and it's just always a pleasure speaking with you. You've got such a great energy and vibe and your book's gonna change so many lives. So I wanna say thank you for coming back to my audience and uh, congratulations on your new book. Thank you, thank you, Ben, I love you. Thanks for all you do. Thanks for having me. I hope you enjoyed that episode with Dr. Anna Kabeca. Please share this episode with somebody you know. Maybe it's a woman who's struggling with menopause right now or perimenopause. Go get her book, Menupause, which is available tomorrow, April 12th. We're going to drop a link for you to get that down below. Her website is dranna.com. That is D-R-A-N-N-A.com. We're going to also put our social media down below and everything that we mentioned on today's episode can be found in the podcast notes. Please consider leaving the Keto Camp podcast a rating and a review if you're getting any value from our episodes and maybe I'll read your review on the next episode. I want to thank you so much for listening to the entire episode of the Keto Camp podcast. I'll see you on the next episode. This podcast is for information purposes only. Statements and views expressed on this podcast are not medical advice. This podcast, including Benazadi, disclaim responsibility from any possible adverse effects from the use of information contained herein. Opinions of guests are their own. And this podcast does not accept responsibility of statements made by guests. This podcast does not make any representations or warranties about guest qualifications or credibility. Individuals on this podcast may have a direct or non-direct interest in products or services referred to herein. If you think you have a medical problem, consult a licensed physician.